All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. It's Glenn Rockney. Um, not just Glenn Rockney today. I do have a guest. Uh, it's a guest, somebody I wanted to have on for a while, and my first guest uh, is none other than Mark John. How you doing What's today, man? Mean? Yeah, so Good, he bro. is. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at the Mark John NFL. Um, writes for the Raiders Wire. Do I have that right? Yeah, Raiders Wire. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And what else? What else you got? Uh, I also also I work on um, expand the box score. I actually, just got, uh, got that's right. Up there. Yeah, congrats, man, yeah. congrats. So I'll be doing college scouting for that for them. Um, checking out all the players, all the guys coming out. I mean, it might not be college football, so I'll be doing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, true. Yeah, yeah, right now. I, I tweeted about that the other day. I was like, man, what, what are the draft people going to do? You know what I mean? Like, like, like when you're just the draft guy because you do NFL stuff, so that's fine. You know what I mean? But like. Yeah. The draft guys, like, you know, the draft network guys like that, what, what are they going to do? It's just summer scouting, but I guess. That's what, they, that's what they have us doing right now, summer scouting. But Incredible. It's kind of funny when you bring that up because uh, summer scouting last year had Grant Delpit as a top five pick, and then he went, like, the second round. Yeah, he <laughs> he wishes COVID hit last year. Like, yeah, it, it, the man is is signing fully guaranteed. He's not – yeah, all, if, if COVID hits last year – that guy is a top five pick. I guarantee you. Yeah. I've never seen the same thing and I'm not nearly as plugged into that. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, yeah. man. And then like Trevor Lawrence guaranteed number one. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. There, there's no way. I, I was a Trey Lance. I'm a Trey Lance stand, but he's, you know, he's not, he's not going to have a season to, to prove himself. Yeah. Probably, I don't Probably not. Especially yeah. the FCS. They're talking about. No. Closing. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't have the infrastructure for that. But um, yeah. yeah. So I have you here. Cause I want to talk about our fearless leader in Raider nation. Um, okay. I say that somewhat ironically, but the, uh, his name is John Gruden. If you guys have heard of him, he signed a 10 year, $100 million deal in 2018. Uh, before we go too far into it, tr- take yourself back to 2018. How did you feel about that deal then? Uh, I felt a little, I felt it was a little, a little bit of a reach. Um, <laughs> like a draft I mean, pick. <laughs> yeah. I, I just didn't think that he, I mean, this is, I think there's a reason why he wasn't hired by anybody else. I really yeah. deep that deep down. Uh, and, uh, I mean, he kind of ruined Monday Night Football by leaving, too, a little bit. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been bad since, hasn't it? Like, come on, bro. Be honest. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying when he got to Monday Night Football, he ruined it. I was like. No, 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 no. I, like, no. I loved him. Yeah, I loved oh, him. Oh, no, no, no. I would never okay. say that. No, yeah, it's, um, tra- it's trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He, right. he, was, he was good on my. A lot of people gave him a lot of shit on Monday Night Football, but I always thought he was great on Monday Night Football. No, it's very good. So, yeah, so you, you were you thought it was a reach? Yeah, I, I thought a little bit of a a reach. Um, I mean, it was more like I feel like a Mark Davis thing. Like it was like his dream to have John Gruden come back and coach the Raiders, and it was mostly that. But I was not a Del Rio guy, though. I thought Del no. Rio not, was not a, a good head coach, and he just had a team that was just had talent. And he was just a guy that was just, he woke up and the team went out there and won the games for themselves. I kind of feel like it was like that. So when they did hire John, though, I was a little excited because I'm like, okay, what can John do with this group? But then he came in with the blowtorch and just blew everything up. So <laughs> she sure did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 151 just. Yeah. Cause I was like, maybe, maybe he'd be like a Steve Kerr or something like that. Maybe he'll come in. Those yeah. guys will be a little disappointing and he'll take that same team. Cause there was, there was some, some pieces to build on if mm-hmm. he really wanted to, but he wanted to build his own team. So, I mean, that's, that was his decision. Right. Um, I mean, cause I, I guess he, he would say this a couple eight and eight seasons in a row, maybe, but uh, yeah, but. Yeah. I know. hear you. 
No, I was I. So the way I did was I I drank a little bit of the Kool Aid, but I ran it through like a strainer, like a Brita filter first. You okay. know what I mean? Where I was like, yeah. oh, let me take a little sip. I'm the you know, let me stick my toe in the water a little fast. Because look, the way that what sold me was like, okay, if we do become good again, if the Raiders do become good again, there's nothing sicker than when Gruden's the coach and the Raiders are good. There's nothing yeah. cooler. Like it's just yeah. the fist pump on the sideline. That's where I bit. But then I I remember. Cause you know, like it, it goes that way when the Raiders add somebody in the off season and you're excited, but then you read all the media thing and it's like, everybody's like, yeah, this sucks. I don't know why you guys are excited. And that's what happened with Gruden. So I was trying yeah. to justify it in my head, but then, then the Mac trade, man. And uh, I, I wasn't even against the, the Cooper trade because at yeah. that point the season was lost. I didn't want, I really didn't think he was deserving of the money from the Raiders. I'm glad he got yeah. it with the Cowboys. I don't yeah. think he was, I didn't think he was deserving of that money. Didn't look like him and Carr ever really had that, like just, telepathic connection um oh, that crab trade so i didn't mind that trade but the mac trade killed me I, like in your first year you know what i mean you don't you don't even want to see what that's like you know <laughs> like, oh man i was in baltimore when that happened i was in baltimore with my family when that happened man and it was I, brutal i swear i almost got a ravers jersey bro i swear <laughs> dude i had one in the cart i had one in the cart no no joke i was waiting for him to sign the deal report to camp and i'm, I'm in send it shipping address let's go I had it in yeah. the cart, and it was the saddest remove from cart thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it, it, it was just bad, bro. I just, just, I, I, I didn't. I thought that you know, if you, they really wanted to pay him, they would have paid him. But I don't think he wanted to pay him. I don't think he even, no. even yeah. thought about it. I don't think he even tried to put that in his mind. And I always wonder if, if that was an offensive guy. Let's say that he came in and the Raiders had the most elite wide receiver that there is. He would have signed him in a second. Blank check, yeah. <laughs> Blank check. He would have, he would have shipped it off, but uh, he, you know he didn't see it for a defense end. He didn't want to pay a defense end twenty three million. And Mm-mm. you know I, I kind of understand it a little bit. I mean it is a lot of money, and the Bears are kind of like are, are kind of stuck right now with that money. But they're expecting with the rookie deal to to do something with that. But yeah. I mean the Raiders haven't had a pass rush since then. I mean we no. had two thousand eighteen pass rush. Two thousand nineteen was better. I'm hoping 2020 gets better, but I, I think Gruden, this is a big year for me for Gruden. Like, like I see a lot of people talk about a slow start because, you know, they want to get rid of Carr or whatever, but I, I don't nah. agree with that. Nah, we, he needs to win, bro. Like, there's, there's no other way around it. I got, like, if, you, if you're going to pick Carr to be your quarterback, you need to win with Carr. So, that, that's, that's yeah. kind of my thing. And and you had because they had opportunities to replace him. Even, like, <laughs> my thing is he could have just been like, hey, I would have – it would have made more sense to me – had he come into the Raiders and just said, I need to get my quarterback and it's not him. Yeah. He's not on the yeah. roster. Look, maybe I can't cut him this year, but I'm going to put high draft capital into somebody, you know what I mean? And then keep card. Look, if you lose your job, you lose your job. That's on you, you know? And I, that would have made more sense to me than trading. Like you're, you already know what number 52 was. You know what I mean? You already know yeah. what he did. That was, you could just, even on a, don't even get me started about the surrounding defensive line talent that Mac had when he was with the Raiders. But I mean, even in, in the in-house moves that like Del Rio made, they could have had Danico Autry and Lorenzo Alexander playing with Khalil Mack. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's, it, we did, we did not do much to keep Khalil Mack happy here, even, and I don't believe the rumor of, Oh, he didn't want to be a Raider. Bullshit. No, I don't believe that. You know, I, mean, I don't believe that for a second. Uh, that's just something that fans heard a whisper of and we're like, yeah, that's it. He didn't want to be here. And like I said yeah. before, if you didn't want to be a Raider, that says something about us, not him. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, and, and it's cool. Mac, man, I, I, I never understand that trade. I mean, I, I, I get it from, from the, the parents. It looks like they wanted, we got Josh Jacobs. We got all these good players, you know, and, you know, build it from the draft and it looks good right now, man, but just losing that elite player, bro. It was just, was, was, was yeah. bold. 
Like, like if we, it, yeah. it, it, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're in year three now, bro. Like you can't. You, there's just no. There's no excuses. I don't care. Like, and you know, you could point to Carr, but he picked him, so that's his man. <laughs> we roll for, it for now. Yeah, win. exactly. Yeah. And and um and so okay. So that let, let's go to last year, right? His first draft. Yeah. I don't even. First off, okay, 2018. One more thing. So you do you think Gruden made the the picks in the 2018 draft? Yeah, I, I think he made most of them. I, I mean, the first Cole Miller was the the big one because I mean they really reached on the tackle. Um, it's not to say that Cole Miller wasn't worth the first round pick. Is that they were going to take a tackle at ten and they're going to take a different one? So that tells me that they're just yeah going for taking the best player available because they wanted McGlinchey. Yeah, yeah, they wanted McGlinchey, right? So you can't get McGlinchey, you trade back, right? But there's some guys fall to you like Derwin James fell to them. Yeah, and Edmonds, Edmonds, and they wouldn't have to probably have to uh, pay Littleton eleven million dollars if they if they draft Edmonds and things like that. So um, I, the first the first round for sure that was all Gruden. Then there's PJ Hall, which is a, a McKenzie pick, big time. And yeah, uh, I think it was some other. I, mean, I think most of them probably after that had a lot to do with McKenzie and his scouting department, especially the late rounders. Like the uh, they got the guy from Prairie View A and M that that was definitely McKenzie. Like Quentin Bell, center. yeah. Yeah, Quentin Bell. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the top of my head. So the first round and second round is PJ. Parker's the worst one to me. The third, the third round. Oh yeah, that's that's that's, that's the worst that's one. Too. Worse than any of them. Reggie and Tom Cable right there, bro. Yeah. That's the- and senior bowl. And senior bowl shit. Like just just being at the senior bowl. I think you fell too much in love with the senior bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I mean Brandon Parker, um, yeah, he didn't have a good senior bowl either, man. I don't know what that was. I don't know what's up with that pick. The athleticism. Left Fred Warner on the board, too. I've talked about it on this podcast all the time. People are fucking rolling their eyes. But, the, um, no, just leaving Fred Warner, and I want to say Jordan Phillips. Like, just guys that would have been good, you know, especially Fred Warner. Yeah. yeah so. Jordan Phillips is really good. Yeah, really good. yeah, better than, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, anything, even if he wasn't that good, it's better, you know, than a guy who cannot even, probably won't even make the team this year. I don't, I don't think he will, honestly. I don't think you will either. Yeah. David Sharp is and they time. traded up. I believe it was the first pick of the third round, if I'm not mistaken. I, I believe they, they traded tra- up. Yeah. So, so okay. That let's leave that in the past. I don't want the PTSD. I'm shaking a little bit personally, but the uh, <laughs> so then 2019 comes, and this is where your piece comes in. Uh, the piece you wrote for the Raiders Wire. Uh, yeah. Raiders are rolling six and four. Right, going into it was going into December yeah. around there, kind of kind of around that time. Six and four. We're feeling good. I felt like we were overperforming a little bit, but I'm like, hey, this is our coach. This is Gruden. He's winning with a me too. That might not be that ready to win, but this is showing really good signs. And then they fall apart in December. To me, I'm thinking, okay, this is a young team. That's fine. Look, this sucks, but we're going to learn how to win eventually. That's fine. I read your piece. I'm not so sure that Gruden knows how to win in December. Yeah, it's, it, it's very interesting. Uh, when I did that research on X, that was just interesting because I've heard about um, his collapses before, and he had a collapse in 1998. They were started seven and three. Yeah, he finished eight, he had a collapse then. Um, that was his first season as a Raiders coach. I mean, he, he did lose his quarterbacks that year, so I, I gave him a little bit of a. Mm-hmm. You lost. You had Wade Wilson playing quarterback, and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Wade Wilson. <laughs> You're gonna pass for that one. W. Uh, the big yeah. one though. Yeah, the big one for me, though, was the 2001. Um, I got a little arguments on Twitter with people about this. And, you know, they, you know, Raiders fans love Gruden. So that's the big thing. Like, you cannot criticize Gruden at all. He is untouchable. 
And I realize that a lot. Like if you try to get in there and try to criticize him a little bit, people mm-hmm. get a little upset. But I think his biggest, the biggest one was the 2001 team. Um, I went and watched a lot of games, you know, during quarantine. I went and watched a lot of them, just kind of get ready for the piece. Uh-huh. And he, that team was really damn good. Mm-hmm. They should have been the best. See, I think we had this conversation about, you yep. know, whether they were Rams or not, right? Raiders, Rams, but Super Bowl. Should have been. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, it, it should have been a lock. To that, and the way that team yeah. kind of fell off the races, like Rich Gannon, he was fighting MVP with uh, Kurt Warner back and forth that year. And mm-hmm. he, had a bad, he had a bad four games. It wasn't just John Gruden. It was the offense altogether. And then their, their relationship just kept teetering to the – to the you know the depths of hell basically they kept getting in fights he's they call a run play on like uh, on some play and they're fighting on this you know he's rich gans look at him like what the, what yeah. the fuck is that you know like, yes yeah. <laughs> so that that relationship i, I do that to john then, gruden you know, too at home from my couch uh, often but yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so rich gannon does it to him in real life bro that's that's the yeah between rich and Derek. but uh but it, it followed him to Tampa too. So I mean, the, it happened a couple times in Tampa, and then he got fired in 2008 because that happened when they started off nine and three, and they fell to nine and seven, and they didn't make the playoffs. So I mean, it, it's a thing. It's not like really. Uh, it, it's a trend. It's a pattern. Yeah, and it's it's we gotta look look to like like I kind of feel like he's so good from like. September to November, like we might get fooled this year to like something like that nine and three, and then if we get to like somewhere like that, yeah, I'm gonna be a little nervous. Ah, I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because I got it here. His record September through November is 86 and 27, mm-hmm. and then his record in December and I, I is 20 and 35. Yes, yeah, so it's 86 and 67. Oh yeah, sorry. There, sorry. There you go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I got those numbers wrong. But yeah, yeah, it's bad. He's got it's a bad. bad record. That's a pretty damn good record. But that just, isn't that crazy how yeah. good he is from like December to November, and then December he's just so bad. And it's like career thing. Like that is twenty and thirty five. It's bad, man. I don't care. What is what it you though? Want. Yeah, like what is it? I I, I think it's he becomes predictable. Mm-hmm. And. And he's just so conservative too, man. It's it's still there. It's really, really a big deal with him not trying to destroy teams. That's always my big thing. He doesn't try to destroy. No, people. he feels like he's trying to grind it out. I want to beat you twenty four to fourteen, uh-huh. and we don't have the deal anybody twenty four to fourteen. So you you have to keep keep the keep the attack going. Uh, the big one that happened uh, week 16, uh, it was 24, uh, 24 to 14 on the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. And back, and they decided they want to run the ball six times in a row, right? Uh-huh. And then a punting, and then Phillip Rivers, they go up down the field, and they get to kick a field goal. And then, you know, they didn't get the onside kick, but they still kept him alive. Like, they were alive because he decided that he wanted to go home, right? And, you know, you can't do that in the NFL today. You they, it's a passing league. This is not like a, this is not 1998, bro. Like this is a no. passing league. Like if you do that, like if they go up 10 on Mahomes or something like that, and he does that, I'm going to throw something on the TV. Because just, just Mahomes, bro, he could score like in five minutes. 10 Didn't that happen? Yeah, we were up 10 on him, I think. And then he dropped four TDs in a quarter. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But like, but that's, that's my big experience. They go out there, they put a good game plan against the Chiefs. 
we go up there up 10 it's the fourth quarter and then he just is like okay i gotta throw the ball for us again or i'm not gonna throw the ball past five yards for the rest of the game that's another thing he likes to do too is that when they get the lead he, he becomes everything's quick out a little dump off pass everything is set up that way for it to be a uh just for them to be conservative and yeah, safe yeah. yeah it's safe you know because because start the game, I mean, he he always comes with the aerial attack, and mm-hmm. you know, actually, I, I, I give credit uh, to Gruden here. I mean, I, I actually like the offensive scheme. I think, yeah, what he does in the offensive scheme, I like it. I think a lot of his plays that he does. I'm not the biggest fan of him as a situational play caller. No. That's my thing. Um, but as a schemer, bro, like I think that he's he's evolved a lot. Um, it's like uh, it's in modern. It's, he's modernized his offense enough for it to work, and it's working because I mean they're 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 ninth in yards per play, um, they're fifth in ESPN efficiency metrics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's working. I, I, it's just some things that they just follow him, man, and he's so conservative. He's got to break that. Like he's got he's got to decide, and that he's got to attack these teams, and they got to beat teams like by yeah. seventeen points. See? aggressive like all game you, you can't you can't just get a lead and decide like oh we're just gonna hang out the rest of the game That's yeah I see I see what you're saying and and what I find funny is and you had a good thread I want to say it was a thread I was looking for a piece but I think it was a thread that you had where there was a similar play that he always calls in the red zone Do you know what I'm talking about yeah like uh-huh. a kind of like a route concept where it's the first route's never there like you were showing it it's like no every game it's like not nah, sorry I'm not buying that yeah I'm not and then and then it's car not the greatest improviser, you know what I mean? And then you're setting it up for the throwaways that I'm still tweeting to this day. You know what I mean? On fourth down. So what, what yeah. is that play? What is that play? I, I, I wish I could show it. I, I don't have it right now, but like what, what it's, what it's a, it? it's a double jerk route. So the, the, usually he does it uh, with a two by two set. So two by two mm-hmm. is two wide receivers spread out in shotgun. So uh, two wide receivers on one side, two wide receivers on the other. So it's four receivers split out, split out, right? And he does it's a two by two set, and the two guys in the middle, they do a they uh, act like they're going to do an out route, and then they come back inside. So it's like a double jerk route. So they do it on both sides, and it's it's rarely ever there. He's yeah. called it for a, called it in two thousand eighteen too. It's it's never there. The like and I showed that like the, the first time that he called it, um, Carr had to you know, buy some time and he threw it to Foster Moreau for a touchdown. Oh, Second yeah. time is the only time Carr's athleticism off all year and done that Bengals touchdown. And, uh, and uh, the other two times, well, he had to roll out and throw it away. And then the other one, it got knocked down. <laughs> but I mean, it, it has worked. It worked against the Steelers in 2018, but you just can't keep running the same play in the red zone yeah. over and over again. Cause like Shelby Harris did, you know, he's going to recognize it. He, that was brutal. It on tape you know it's on tape he's like okay there's they're in the same set they always are in when they run this concept it's gonna come out quick i gotta get my hands up yeah no exactly so, you're right so and with the okay so I, I guess do you think car fits this system very well uh actually i mean yeah mm-hmm. i think he does not from uh not from an under center i think he's always better from shotgun right he's better in shotgun so uh, I'm not going to say because Gruden loves under center. So if you look at it that way, then yeah, he's not a fit. If you look at it like he's not uh, a under center uh, 
play action quarterback, which I don't think Gruden keeps play action that much anyways. When I watched in 2001, they didn't use play action that much. I don't know what's up with him in this play action. Weird. That's a story, especially if you're going to run the ball as much as they do. You're going to run the ball on first down that much. You need to do some play action on first down because teams are going to start, you know, coming at you on first down is going downhill because they're expecting you to run. And that was happening at the end of the year too, is that when he has a stat, uh, I'm kind of going off and off, <laughs> off on a rant though. There's but no rules yeah. here. I don't have a program yeah. director. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. So, so he, he has this, there's a stat out there. I don't know. You've probably seen it that, you know, the rate, how much the Raiders run on first down. Oh, early passing efficiency. I think, right. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And he, they're in the sixties. They're in the, they run on first down 60% of the time. PU. So when you, so when you get to week 12, right. You're in week 12 and you, you're you've been watching them all 12 weeks on tape right you're gonna know what's what keys they're showing and knowing where they're gonna run so this way you get the jets game like you get the you go out there you get the I mean, they're just coming downhill every first down and they're just stopping jacobs and there's nothing that the raiders can do about it the offensive line's getting beat up and it's not because the offensive line isn't good it's because they know you're gonna run the ball on first down and they're gonna take a guess and if you're not gonna start passing on first down a lot or if you're not gonna play action and get the linebackers to suck up, then you're going to have three-yard losses, and then you're going to have third and 11 with their car, against, and they're sitting back in zone, and then he's going to dump it off. So it's – it's uh, it, it, and that's kind of what happened in the season, man. It, they just kind of became too predictable, and that's what happens with John Gruden a lot is that he's very, very predictable. And right. he runs the same plays with and, and like in the same plays, it's like the Tyron Matthew play. Like that was a, a play that they were very successful on here, but it's week 12, it's week 13. <laughs> he's a smart Tyron football Matthews. player. Yeah. Smart football player. He's good at, okay. They're in this concept. They run every time they're in this situation, they run this uh, certain concept. I understand the routes. Okay. This guy's coming to me. Waller's about to pop off. I'm going to go with Waller. Forget my man. Forget the scene. I know. And Carr goes there every single time. Mm-hmm. I know what is going to happen. It's it's more of that, bro. You got to stay creative. You got to yeah keep keep some or, or just be a good play caller. Even if you're not going to be creative, you got to be a great play, play caller. Then I mean, because Kyle Shanahan's kind of he's a little predictable too, but he's creative, so right. it's going to be you're going to be in trouble if you try to. He's going to call the right play in the right situation and stuff like that. So that's the difference. Yeah, I see what I see what you're saying because like. For me, it's one of those things like, okay, the third down dump off play that I see, right, against the zone that you're talking about, like when it's third and 11, why, why, why can't you run that play on first down? I don't mind the dump off. Get the ball in the hand of a running back outside. That's fine. Throw it to your running back. You love running backs. You drafted 124th overall. He, it was a running back that actually used to line up as a receiver from time to time, uh, Josh Jacobs at Alabama. Mm-hmm. They used to flex him out wide all the time. Like he was, he was, he was everywhere. He was not just a give me 30 carries up the middle type guy. So, I, to me, it's, it's weird. It's like he waits to do that little like dump off pass, which can get you six or seven yards, especially with the most elusive running back in the NFL per PFF. Like, yeah. uh, why not? Why can't we do that? Well, I, to be honest, man, I don't know. I, I don't know what goes on his, his mind with the, some of his play calls sometimes. I think, but it's all situation. Like it's just like, if you're playing, like, I feel like he, Play, he play calls like he has the Bucks defense still in 2002. And yeah. we are the Raiders defense. Your defense isn't good. So just like the Texans game, I mean, even some of the play calls they're making against the Texans game when they had the lead, 
It's like you're playing against Deshaun Watson, bro. Like Deshaun Watson is gonna start making some plays yeah. and your defense is hold up. You gotta stay aggressive. Like if you're um like you might have to go for it on fourth down. You might you have to feel the game, feel the game. Like the Titans game too is another one, right? He didn't feel the game at all. Like the Titans, we, the Raiders didn't stop the Titans the whole first half. And the only time they did is when they had a little fluke pop up in the air interception where he's first, right? So they're they're not stopping you. So you go down the field to start the half and then, you know, have, have this incident where Carr gets sacked and that's a big player where it talks about, oh, you missed A. Jones or whatever, right. whatever, whatever, right? You got sacked, but you're still on like the 45. It's 40. Like maybe you shouldn't punt. Like you can't stop them anyways. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that's it's yeah. that type of it's that feel. Like, okay, so I can't stop them. We're on the side of the field. It's fourth and eight. Let me dial up something, see if I can get a first down. You know, like you got to take those chances when you're, when you're trying to win in the NFL today because the good teams are going to do that. The Ravens are going to do that. You know, uh, you know, the Chiefs are going to do that. Like, but those coaches have better feel of the game. Like everybody got on Belichick uh, in 2010 when he went forward in fourth and two. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, the good he Colts, went right? Yeah. Yeah, because the Colts, right? And they, everybody gave him a lot of shit for that, right? But – he had a feel for the game and on the football life, life doc, he was talking about that. Like, Hey, we, we weren't going to stop the Colts. We could have punted, it, but they would have scored. They, they couldn't stop the last three drives. So I'm going to put it on my offense to make sure that we win this game. And that's, that's just, that's situational feel. Like you got to feel that bro. Your, your, your defense is getting murdered. And then what happened is, yeah, maybe they got a plan after that, but you know, the Raiders went three and out again, and then the, the Titans couldn't be stopped again. So <laughs> you, you just got to have that feel. I, I was at that feel. game. I was at that game. Mo Hurst starts it off with a scoop. I'm thinking scoop and score. We're in this shit. Like, we're, we're winning. This is the best game I've ever been to. This is awesome. We're, Derek Henry's got nothing. What is it? Nothing. And I'm thinking, this is it. Uh, we're in. And then, like, A.J. Brown on what, – what are they on? The two-yard line? A.J. Brown breaks deep, and it's – on uh, on Worley and Worley's just falling down like a 1917 the movie you know what I mean guys running away yeah. from shrapnel and Worley's yeah. just falling on the ground and and AJ Brown walks in the end zone after that it's like it's just like one punch is all it takes I feel like against the Raiders and it's just a complete there's no damage control I feel like in a John Gruden team that yeah and, and that's what I'm saying man it's it's all about situational play calling with him. Like he has a good scheme. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good motivator. I think he has a team ready. He hasn't prepared. Right. He's ready to go. It's, just, it's the situational stuff with me. Mm-hmm. You got if, if if they can't get that down, man, they're never going to be in the situation where they they are winning a whole lot of games until he gets his situational awareness back or have somebody maybe get a, a clock coach. Maybe he needs like a situational. Coach. Oh, he would maybe never. He would never. <laughs> <laughs> but it's things like that like so, I, so some coach has that i don't know which coach it is but that's like basically taking away your ego and yeah. being like okay so you help me with my situations you let me know what's going on like hey we should do this we should do that we should sure. do that and I, I got a little excited um i don't know if you saw the tweet the um the, about their analytics department and they're adding like a yeah. data scientist i, I didn't I, I was like okay so maybe maybe he is trying to learn and yeah, you know, be get that situational awareness and stuff. So yeah, I made a joke. I made a it, joke about that. Man. I, yeah. I think he's a good coach, but yeah, I think he's a good coach, man. I just it's just little things, man. I just, that that bother me about him, and uh, I don't I don't I don't know if those things are going to change. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. 
Okay. So before we, before we move on to, uh, you're good, right? You don't need to go anywhere. Cause I do have to, I yeah. want to ask you if you, th- okay. So, uh, no, we're good. No, okay, seven hour podcast it is fine, but the the the, the uh, uh, so real fast, two more questions on Gruden. One, what okay. is the earliest they could fire Gruden? And two, give me one thing to be excited about with John Gruden. I don't think Mark Davis is gonna fire John Gruden ever. I, don't know. I, I just don't. They, they would have to be really bad. Oh man, they'd have to be bad. Think about it. think about it. if they're bad this year, right? They're bad this year. They're just going to blame it on Derek, right? So Derek's gone. Yeah, fall guy. Quarterback, right? And then, so that how many more years does he get after that? Oh, he's rebuilding with the new quarterback. Then he's going to get some excuses with that, right? And I'm telling you, fans love him. So they're going to give him excuses. If he gets rid of Derek, right, and then he brings in a quarterback, they're going to give him all the patience in the world to build with that quarterback. Like, all they're going to be like, well, he loves me. And, uh, well, it's just the second year. You know, we don't have the best surroundings. No, even that's a lie. He got rugs guys right right now yeah so i think he's gonna be here for a long time i don't see him getting fired that's what, that's what worries me too is that are we gonna hold him accountable and i don't think anybody's really gonna do it and then if you do people are gonna jump on you i'm scared to i'm scared to do it because i know there's no change so it's it's one of those things it's like it's like trying to change something yeah. in politics where you're just like i don't have a say in this so yeah, and, and look exactly. do i have a say in any personnel matter no but contracts way in and the thing that scared me the most yeah. about Gruden was the length of the contract you can pay him whatever fucking money you want to pay him it's the length of the contract yeah. it's like whoa you know what I mean like and so I, I thought it was funny like I to me I still think I could see something happening around like year six year seven and I don't know I I, mm. I, I, I don't know but because he, he did leave <laughs> that's four half. years from now I, well I know yeah and uh, <laughs> well so that's why I don't criticize him that much I don't criticize him that much yeah because I, I, it's too high up there. It's like in the ivory tower. I can't hit it. You know what I mean? Like I, I do go after Carr because at the end of the day, I want Gruden with his quarterback. And real fast, I know yeah. I asked another question. What do you think of this idea where if Gruden tries to find a Lamar Jackson? Because I think he runs a great power running offense and he, j- he can create little short safe passes for them. But at the end of the day, yeah. you need a quarterback to improvise and buy time. And that's what I don't like about Carr. It's, it's just like you said with Gruden, it's the little things. I think Carr is very talented. I think Carr is, is, can be yeah. a very good quarterback. He just isn't. Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't take yeah. that next step. Even 2016 was a little hero ballish to me. But he was improvising more than that. He yeah. was taking shots down the field yeah. more. But what do you think of Gruden just going, hey, I'm basically going to – it won't be Lynn Bowden, but you know what I mean? Somebody, somebody like a Lamar, and I know there's, they don't grow, you know – out of the ground like nothing, but I'm saying like a Trey Lance is that true? Man, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But uh, <laughs> I try to get at. Yeah, <laughs> but, get at. <laughs> yeah. So, so, anyways, uh, yeah, that's my number one guy. But somebody where I could just be like, look, let me run this wing T formation and run at him. I feel like that's better for John Gruden. If that's if we have Gruden for ten years, why not? You see, I, I don't, I don't know about that. I think yeah. Gruden like guy likes his passer. Uh. They, See, because I think a lot of people think that Gruden doesn't like Derek, and I'm kind of on the opposite. I think, I don't think that's likes, true. I think he likes Derek a lot, and it's not. It might not even be. It's more about because Derek is a coach's boy. Like he's like, yeah. I, I do what's it? Okay, coach. Okay, coach. Mm. Okay, coach. He's one of those guys. Like doesn't matter what coach says. Hey. Hey guys, we gotta follow. It's what Coach wants. It doesn't matter if it's bad or if, it's, if it doesn't matter. And he's one of those guys. And, and you know, 
Car has his car is frustrating as hell to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a film guy. I watch a lot of film. Mm-hmm. He's pretty frustrating. I, I was doing I'm doing a piece on the red zone, how the Raiders can fix the red zone, actually. Sweet. And I was doing a spark the other day. And uh man, he can be frustrating, bro. It, 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 and I understand it, but on the other side of it, he does run that offense pretty, pretty well. He gets them into the right play most of the time. He most of the time he, he'll he'll get to the right reads, but more about second read or third reads with him. It's like he, that's when he gets a little jittery in the pocket, right? But it's if 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 John John Gruden and him can get the scheme down, they can scheme openings, and you know, Carr's gonna hit him if he gets the right pre snap read. It's more when you get to the end of the year with him too. He, he has struggles at the end of the year. That's 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 why it's more of a bad marriage too to me. Is that they both suck at the end of the year. It's that it because uh, because. Cause I don't because I don't know what Scar the he just gets like he just doesn't try to make a play anymore. Like I feel like like last year from week four to eleven, he was actually pretty damn good. He, I mean, he was had a pass yeah. rating of one ten through that era they went to, but then he just kind of just became average again. Just became Derek Carr, I guess. I don't know. It's just it's 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 hard. It's hard with him, but. I do think that that's the kind of quarterback that Gruden likes. He likes Carr. But he wants Carr to become Rich Gannon and run more, a little bit more. But I don't think he wants to find – I don't know where you could find a – I don't think he writes the running quarterback because I always remember him and Randall Cunningham didn't get along. Yeah. That's right. That was a bad – that was a bad – they had a bad relationship. He was slandering Randall Cunningham. I was surprised Randall Cunningham came back, but I guess he's mm. – you know, Oh, that goes, but <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I because you bring in Mariota, uh, you bring in Mariota. That's why I asked. Bring in Mariota. That's why I asked. You bring in Mariota. See, I, I, we we can talk about Mariota. I, I I have my opinions about him. I'm not very. I'm not a big fan. No, so, neither am I. I'm my own. I have my own podcast. Um, it's a quarterback podcast uh, called A Little Pocket Awareness. To me, and my my friend Chris and uh, I slander Mariota a lot. I've been slandering him for about two years, so yeah. I wasn't very about that uh when they picked him up and how much money they gave him it's like oh man it's just like he he's he's just a, he's just a he's a what is it? it's a lemon bro he's just shook he's just shook back there so yeah it's almost like uh, the same I, guy yeah if if, if, car, if car comes out that's what i'm kind of just hoping car just play well because i don't want to see mariota because i feel like if mariota comes in it's it's gonna be like it's just like Colt Miller's not gonna be as good. <laughs> like we're gonna find out a Colt Miller. The oh. car kind of helps Colt. And whether he actually, you know, comes to admit, the you know, because Mariota just has no pocket presence at all. I mean, Carr has he's gotten better with his pocket presence recently because he got his ass kicked in 2018. Like he, I mean, you have to avoid it, bro. You got your ass whipped, so yeah, you got a little better at it. But Mariota, he just has no feel for it. No. Um, It'll be it'll be bad if, if car sucks this year. That's the, that's why I'm like if they put all the cars into car, I, I feel like, and they put up Mariota, and I think they rushed to get Mariota a little bit, and once they rushed to get him, because uh, they they I think they they didn't feel the quarterback market really well, and I think they rushed to get him, and then they, and that was their that's their backup plan, right? And I just don't know if that's the greatest backup plan in the world. 
No. No, I just wonder if like, play style, the way that Mariota cr- can create with his legs. I don't think he's, you know, he's not yeah. Mike Vick. I just mean, I'm wondering, do you think that he was kind of, Gruden was kind of saying, hey, I, this is a veteran guy. Like I said, Carr, Carr likes, or, you know, Gruden likes MILFs. He doesn't like the new, the new ones. He likes the, you know, next season ones. He likes the one that have been around in the industry for yeah. a few years. So that's kind of his thing. I was wondering if he thought Mariota was like, hey, look, this is the guy. I want Derek to use his legs. This is Derek that uses his legs. I don't think Mariota's as good as Derek personally, but I, I, yeah. I'm just trying to see from what he sees. So, so I, I, I got I got a, a weird opinion about Mariota. I think Mariota is a Mayock pick. I don't know if that's really a Gruden guy. Okay. I, I think Gruden probably went with it. It was like, okay, hey, yeah, we back up. Like whatever, right? But I think that's a Mary. That was the Mayock thing. I think Mayock feels like that he could tap that John could tap into Mariota's potential. Because I, I will say this too: John's in John's system, John Gruden's system. It is meant for a little bit of stat padding. It's it's gonna it's gonna come with stat padding. It is, and that's why Carr's stats are kind of better than the. You can even make the case they're better than the everywhere before. I mean, besides touchdowns and besides touchdowns, right? Because um, it's built for stat padding. Okay. It's, it's that it's set up the quick passes, the uh, the yak after it. He's so the, the the quick slant. You get sixty yards out of it. That raises your YPA way high. Makes you way more efficient than you actually are, right? And then or like uh you know just plays like that. The quick pass there while he takes turns a five a five yard pass to sixteen yards. That's you know a stat padding. That's a stat padding offense. I think Mariota wouldn't be. Like stat wise, wouldn't be bad. It's just like it's just the, the small thing as a quarterback with him. Like people get mad about Carr missing reads. Like you haven't seen Mariota, bro. I'm telling you, Mariota misses the first one. Carr will miss the second one. Like yeah, so he'll come see Carr. Carr might not come back in the first one too long, and he'll get to the second one too late, and then the, the the safety will notice the second one, and then the windows close by the time he gets to it. Mariota gets to the first read, is confused, and then gets sacked. So that I think that's the. That's the disconnect between those two. But um, to get to your second question, though. It was um, probably the fourth question, I think. I think I asked you like seven questions at once. So thank you for remembering. (laughs) What to get excited about, Green? I will say that this offense is going to be uh, a lot more spread out. It's going to be a lot more spread out. Um, It's going to be a lot more um, uh, four wide receivers. It's going to be like that. I think um, they got the tight ends in there. And they're going to be still going to do the the bruiser stuff sometimes in certain situations. But I do think they're going to be – more spread out, more at a shotgun, kind of like uh, 2018. Um, they ran a lot more 11 personnel than they did last year. Last year, they only did it 52% of the time. In 2018, it was in the 70s. So I think we're going to see more of that. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know why he did that. I don't know why he was more spread in 2018 than he was last year. And, and I, I guess because, you know, Jacobs and they just wanted to be bruisers in the line. But, I mean, it's, today's NFL, bro. I mean, you got to yeah. be spread out. So I do think that's that's something to be exciting about. I think the offense is going to be really good. I think it's going to be exciting that way. Um, I, I just, I just, it's when we get to December and the late in the year, is, does it keep up with the pace that they're having right. during the? I, I really feel like they're going to be a little bit explosive. It's going to catch people off guard a little. Yeah, people are shocked. But I, and and I think that even Raiders fans are going to be a little shocked how explosive they come out. But it's more about do they maintain that explosiveness throughout the season for me because I really do think they're going to come out blazing that Panthers game I, I feel like they're going to people are going to go oh that's interesting <laughs> okay yeah I, I feel like that it. way because I, I and, and I think that um 
because you know I, I think cars he's been reading is he's been reading a lot of what people been saying i think he's a little, little mad too but that's what i'm saying they're going to come out fast is do they maintain that speed because i think the defense is going to be improved too that's a different story though i think they're sure when you were talking about continuity too, right? The, the Raiders and the Bills, I believe, are have the most returners, returning players on offense. So at yeah. this offseason, and that was one of the reasons, I, one of my old episodes, I said, look, I'm down to keep Carr this year, and I'm, I'm as critical as anybody. But I'm down to keep him because, like, man, I don't want to start over with a quarterback when you don't even have a chance to even meet anybody until now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I said, man, he runs the system pretty well, man. He gets them into the right checks. I mean, the, uh, the Green Bay run, they always see with Jacobs. I mean, Carr made the check to that run. And, you know, he will never get the credit for that. But he made the check to it. And the next thing you know, it's 60 yards downfield. So, so you're saying he hurt Jacob's shoulder? What you're telling me is he got Jacob's shoulder hurt? This Derek Carr needs to get off of my team right now. I can't believe you said that on this. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he runs the offense. like, And I could tell that he knows the offense really well. I can tell they're watching on film. Like last year was some of the best film he put on since 2016. And I really think his stretch from week four to 11, he was really strong. And I think he plays like that for a whole season. The Raiders can make the playoffs, but it's, will he play like that for a whole season? That's it's you, I need consistency. From him. Like, I, I don't need this. Like, Oh, you look like the Lions game. Oh, you look like you're a franchise QB. And then the, the chiefs game, you look like you shouldn't even play in the, in the NFL. Like I, like, give me some consistency, bro. Like, I need consistency from you. I don't need – like, if you consistently give me some some good football, you're not great in every single game, but you, you're consistently good. You, you don't, like – you don't fuck up, you know. <laughs> it's, then you're fine, bro. But, like, that's what I feel like. Just be, just be solid there. Just be there. Just get to the right place. Get to the right play. Get the ball to these guys. You're fast guys. You got playmakers now, bro. Yeah. Just don't fuck up. Yeah, naturally, these plays will be more explosive because they added more speed. Naturally, yeah, exactly, exactly. Even if you don't change anything, even if it's just, hey, I'm I, this is a bubble screen, but I have the fastest guy, or maybe in the NFL, in Henry Ruggs. We'll see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Lynn Bowden. We'll see what ends up happening with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I am excited about the offense. Uh, like I, I am excited yeah. about it. I just, it's there's, like you said, there's that that black cloud hanging over the over us in December and, and really you just never know like with, with, with John Gruden and, and with Carr, there just isn't the track record with both of them. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. bro. So let's go to another guy that you're not allowed to criticize. Um, oh, yeah, oh, you, oh, this, this, uh, I'm not going to criticize him though, but no, I'm glad. Anybody that guy. listens to this podcast is okay with, cause I'm very critical, but uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so any, uh, there's about eight people that listen to it. So they're all okay with this. Right, and, right. and um, so Mike Mayock, the NFL network, the, the TV combo, the coaches from TV. Uh, what have you seen in the first two years from Mayock that gets you excited? I think he's a great evaluator of draft picks. And I think he understands what the Raiders want, what they need, and what fits the coach's systems. And I think he has a great understanding of that. Um, like Trayvon Mullen, like that, that pick kind of came out of nowhere, right? And I mean, but was he a system fit as hell, right? So, you know, it's things like that. So, um, you know, the, the, the Cleveland Farrell pick was, well, it was the reach of reaches. I, I can't, I really can't get over that pick. It was yeah. a reach of reaches, but I get it because he does fit what Paul Gunther wants to do. And he's like a typical defense end for Paul Gunther. So it's like, 
I just, I just feel like if Farrell ran the 40, though, he wouldn't have picked him there. I really, I feel like Farrell fooled them a little bit with that one. Mm. Farrell didn't do any of the workouts. He kind of just went out there and got weighed. And he, I think he might have did like a three, a three cone, maybe. Mm. He did like a vertical, but he didn't run like a 40. All He didn't run a 40 at all, right? He didn't run a 40. He didn't do any of the real big drills. Even in his pro day, he didn't do those things. So I think he, they got fooled a little bit because Farrell's tape was really good. Like his tape. It's was, great. It's great, right? His tape was great. In Whipping Jonah Williams' ass. Uh, just like that. Oh, <laughs> and he was, seriously. And, and, he, and he's already a technician. He always he has great technique, bro. I, and I like watching him because he has great technique. He's just not explosive. Like he's just not explosive at all. And that's his problem. Like I think if he ran the 40 or ran any of his drills, they could have had him in like the second round. They could have had him like the second round. You look at AJ Spence, uh, uh, Spence, Vanessa, right? yeah, yeah, Vanessa. Sorry, yeah, no, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so he he's kind of the same way as Farrell, technician, technician guy. Got a, a whole lot of sacks in college, but he ran a five second forty, you know. So and you're like, like, and you can see that on tape too. He's kind of he's basically the same prospect as uh, Cleveland Farrell, mm. and he went all the way to number fifty to. The Bills, so he'll, he'll come in with second round expectations, right? Instead of having that, the top five expectations that Farrell has. Because it's not how bad Farrell played, because he wasn't bad. It's just that he's, he wasn't top five. You know, he wasn't Nick Bosa. No. You watch Nick Bosa and you're like, that's what uh, Nick Bosa is what a top five pick looks like. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's not, it, and I, a lot of fans don't get it. I don't think it's unfair to expect really good things out of your fourth overall pick in the rookie season. Like, why is that such a, like, oh, no, you can't honestly think he was going to be good in his oh, first no. year. It's like you thought he was going to be good when they drafted him. You talked yourself into it, and now you're, like, walking it back. So, uh, not you, the person listening. Yeah. To yeah, the, the yeah. It's, it, it's crazy to me because it always seems like Mayock, he's like a, like, a, like a volume shooter almost where it's like, okay, give me a bunch of picks. This first one, I might clank it off the back rim, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit, like, seven in a row. Like, when, when nobody's exactly. watching the draft, I'm going to hit, like, Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit Foster Moreau. Uh, you know, guy bet on traits. I'm going to bet on Isaiah Johnson's traits. We don't know what that is yet, but I like those type of things, you know, and yeah, but these other guys like early, it's like even Arnett this year, man. I'm like, yeah, really? You know, I, Hey, I'm happy. He just got signed today. Just signed his contract. He looks very happy to be here. But at the end of the day, we might be having that same conversation that we're having about Cleveland Farrell. Yeah. And and that comes back to the tape again, because he had great tape. Probably had when I originally scouted all the corners before I went to the senior bowl this past year, I had him top five just based off his tape. Yeah. So he has great tape. Is it the 40, man? And the arms. And yeah, yeah. And the arms are short, which I thought they had some measurement things, which each kind of blew me out the water. That means he's just, he's purely a tape guy. And which I kind of like. I'm not, I'm not mad at that um, because I do appreciate guys who just, And don't try to go off measurables and stuff like that because the the film will never lie. If he's a baller, he's a baller. It doesn't matter where his measurables are. So, it was a reach pick, but I don't know if it's going to be a reach when he starts playing. I no. think because, because it, like I said, man, Mayock knows that Paul Gunther system probably better than all of us. And he knows what players to put into it. And I think that's his biggest thing. And like, if somebody leaves and they bring a def- different, different defense coordinator, what's it's going to be Rod Marinelli. We all know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoiler right, alert. I think so too. <laughs> that's Rod uh, Marinelli. Yeah. Uh, but he's even bringing in guys that, 
would fit Marinelli's system too. So, I mean, because their systems are still similar. It's not a big drop off those two systems between Zimmer, Gunther, and Marinelli. I mean, they're all come, kind of come from the same tree. So, um, if if he's fitting those guys in the system correctly, it's it's gonna it might end up being a good pick, especially at corner. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and he doesn't have to be the number one. Yeah, I mean, cor- at corner. I mean, with speed, you can't ignore the speed measurable. But I mean, with with defense ends, it's different. I mean, you can't ignore measurables with defense ends. You can't. I'm sorry. I don't care what you tell anybody. That pick for Farrell, they they he based off tape, right? But you can't ignore measurables for edge players. So that's probably like the only pick that I didn't like for Mayock. I I think I appreciate every single every pick in, uh, in a different way. I think uh, I think he's I think he's a great draft guy. Um, but free agency, we'll see. With Mayock. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair to say. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he, do you, do you think, uh, I, the way he got brought in was weird to me. Do you think Gruden made that call like to bring him in or was like Mark 100%. Davis, just like, is Mark Davis just watching NFL network? Like that's my guy. Glenn, the Seahawks just got Jamal Adams. I, I was going to bring it up. I was wondering if you wanted to bring it up. That's fucking insane, dude. I, I just seen that Jets send safety and fourth rounder to Seattle for two first round picks and a third round pick. Okay, so even they gave picks back. Okay, that's that doesn't. Yeah, they gave them two firsts for Jamal Adams. Damn, I wouldn't have done that. Their expectation just went up through the roof. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna ball there though. Like he's gonna look awesome in that oh, uniform. Sure. Ball there. That's insane. I like. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have done that. Like I remember Raider fans wanted Jamal Adams. I would have never. I wouldn't give up two for first for, for, for a guy. We kind of for a guy. Honestly, I don't know if Abram is that. But that's what you yeah. drafted him to be. So he could be, though. But, they, be. but, you, but they expect him to be that. You don't pick him in the first round if you're not expecting Abram to be that good. So yeah. I, yeah, it, it, those two guys they don't work as well together. I think that a lot of fans think they're high on Abram too. They're yeah, high. yeah. Super he looked good. So yeah. So so yeah, and 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 I I think um, I'm saying like Mayock is pretty is a pretty good GM man. I, I don't I don't think he's a bad GM. I'm not gonna go out of there. Um, I just think free agency is probably the area where I would say that um, maybe he could do a little better. Cause like I said, I don't like the Mariota one. I didn't think that was a good idea. I, I think if, if, I mean, if, if they were going to do what they want to do with Mariota, I, I feel like they should just dump car and then just right. save the money. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, right. Cause what if car gets hurt and then he plays the whole season to pay him? He's paying him with like 37 million or something. What if that, to a quarterback position of two guys that have never really done much. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Carver, like, breaks his ankle or something, and then he's playing the whole year, that now you got to all that money you put in your little incentives. Like, and, yeah. and, and James Winston got a million dollars. He could have he had James for a million. That like, would, I, would t- I, I like, I like James. I'm a James fan, honestly. Like, cause I, my, my thing with Jameis is like, all right, let's let it all, let's light it all on fire. Let's do it. Like, let's, uh, he might have 40 touchdowns for us. It might be the resurrection of him, or it might be like, I turn the TV off in the second quarter. I love the volatility of that. So I'm totally in, I was, I'm with you. I wanted Jameis, even though I knew that wasn't going to happen. I just like, no, Gruden is Gruden. Gruden will die on the sideline coaching Jameis Winston. Seriously. Yeah, but that would make it even more exciting for me. That's why I kind of even wanted to. Get... Uh, yeah, we have to look at his clause and see what, how we, how to get out of his contract too, right? No. <laughs> that's why Loki. That's why Loki wanted Brady too, because I was like, you know, if they bring in Brady, Brady will tell me he's an idiot. Oh, he'll tell him to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I, and like, yeah, <laughs> it's a coconut water. Hey, John, why don't you shut the fuck up? I got this. Like, no, I, I'm totally, I'm totally with you on that. 
Yeah, and and getting back to yeah. Mayock, like yeah, I I I just I hate when we did the same thing with McKenzie, right? I don't know if you did, but I did the same thing. I said 2016, he had a home run. This is our guy. And last year, I think Mayock had a good draft. Sands Farrell, I think it was good. I don't, st- I love Jacobs. I still don't love running backs in the first round. It, that's always yeah. going to be the case for me. But I thought he had a really good draft. But yeah. I just, I the fans want to crown him, and it's like I get it. We have a little PTSD from just completely swinging and missing all the time. And I, and I understand that, but I think this is how we get like locked into just like, no, we can't criticize this guy. And he's the GM of our football team. Yeah. And and, and I, I, I agree with that. I I think that people need to be patient. We got to let these draft picks develop. Um, We don't know if they're hits yet. We don't, I mean, I mean, a lot of these guys, they had good rookie years, but a lot of people have good rookie years. I mean, they hit, you know? Um, And I think that, you know, fans just have super high expectations for rookies too. So like, like Max Crosby, um, I know there's a lot of high expectations for Max, and uh, and I don't know if Max is ever going to be that 15 sack guy that they think that people think he is. I like this. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I like that. I, I, I no, I love a spicy take like this because I, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. And, and, and he, he got really mad at me, right? I mean, he, I, he, I was going to bring this up. I was wondering if you wanted to talk about it. I, that was one of my favorite days on Twitter. I loved it. I love that day. Let me, let me, let me so preface bad, this. Right? Let me, let me preface this with the, with the, uh, okay. So Mark, uh, a while back, at, I think it was in like April or something like that. It was, yeah. uh, he put up a thing like, Hey, damn, look at Max. Look how good his rookie year was. Once I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if this is exactly what you said, but he's like, Hey, he's got a little technique to clean up. He's got to learn a little bit more about football. This is actually something that like Paul Gunther also said during the season, by the way, I actually said it in a press conference. No one cared. And, uh, and basically what you were saying is he's scratching the surface. Let's see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and fans, you got ratioed. I'm sorry. It happens. You got ratioed. I got tore up, bro. You got tore up by Max Crosby too. It sucks. Yeah. And it, it was his brother too. I think it was his brother was like going off on me. And he, he got offensive because he's white. And I said, heart. That's what it was. The heart thing. Like white guys, but you're saying that he Coach has your son stay. Yeah. I got you. I got what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> he got offended he's like i don't just have heart because i remember i was going through the mentions when he was like talking about it and he was like man just they always say that I, I don't have no technique and i just put on heart i'm like well yeah bro i mean that's what you basically did last year i mean because and, and that's what i'm saying they have high expectations for him and you know he's even though he, he's still raw bro like he's yeah still raw. he was drafted as a raw prospect like i, I, yeah, I don't so, know why people thought he was some technician like he wasn't I know, and that, that yeah. Sandy guy got tried to come on my mentions that day, and he tried to tell me that you know he's a great technician. I'm like, whatever, bro. Like, why was mm-hmm. Larry Muscle throwing him into the ground every single time? Oh no! You know? So it, it, it's and it's things like that. It's it's like if you know a lot of his sacks coming like you know uh, after two and a half seconds, you know, and that's why he's really low on pass rush win rate or whatever. He, he's, he can get there, but he's not there yet. So we got to lower his, our expectations for him because I think a lot of people, if, if he doesn't hit that 12 sack mark, people are going to be like, well, he failed his second year. And I don't think that's true. It's, it's, uh, I, I think that he's going to, he needs a little more time to develop. Like he's right. a year, I, I, I would expect him to be more the 12 sack guy by year three than year two. And I, I think a lot of people are putting a whole lot of pressure on him. And I, I don't think that he needs that. And it, no. it may, yeah, and and, and and it's not even like and, and and that's what I'm saying. But that was a good pick by Mayock, though. That was a great pick because I loved it at the time. I was like, perfect. Let's get a athletic freak. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was trying to say. The tweet you take athletes late too. Yeah, 
what Max Crosby does because he has athletes and he works hard as hell. And I expect him to get there, right? I expect him to get there because I know he works hard as hell. He's going to work hard. He's going to get it. He's going he's gonna to get the moves. He's going to get the technician. He's going to get the technique. And I expect him to. But I just don't know if it's going to happen this year. But I do expect it around year three is where we see the guy that fans actually think he is. Yeah, when we and like I said, we were just we're trying to replace Mac so bad in our in our minds, and yeah. I, you know, like it's the same thing with Cleveland Farrell. Hey, Cleveland Farrell had more sacks his rookie year than Cleo Mac. Like, stop, stop it. Look at any other metric other than that, and it doesn't line up. I mean, sacks, yeah. sacks. A lot of them are based off coverage. A lot of them are based off of like that. Well, win rate is win rate for the most part, right? It depends on who's yeah. rating it. But yeah. like, win rate is win rate. So I, I see exactly what you're saying. I, I at the time I saw that tweet and I was like, yeah, cool. You're exactly right. You know what I mean? But then I, I you know, Raider Nation doesn't see nuance. It, it, or, it was when Max. It was when Max. He got offended when his went went up. I probably would have been ignored if he didn't say anything. And I thought I was getting. I was giving him. I thought I was giving him. It a was a good tweet. It was a good, realistic, like out, almost an insider, outsider from the inside look at like, because you're a fan, right? But you're also, yeah. you study the league, right? You don't just study the Raiders. And that's a thing that I was talking to you about it. It's like, you can always tell when somebody only watches the Raiders and then they kind of grade on a curve. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. a, a, a 59% grade is a C minus to me because I'm a Raider fan and we haven't had a good pass rusher in a long time. And this guy doesn't stink. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and so you're looking at it more objectively. It's like, look, he's got some things to clean up. And then you, I see all the guys in the mention. No, he did the cross arm, triple bar, 15 backflip. The, the, it's like, oh, stop. You don't even know what that means. You don't even know what that means. Like, I, yeah. And, and, and so I, I would see people do that. And I was laughing my ass off on that, man. I, I, so that, but again, another great pick by Mayock. Objectively, it's a good pick already, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It's it, it's a great pick, bro. If you if you get a starter in the fourth round, that's a great pick. He's a starter. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's he's uh, not good, and uh, that's why I hate, hate when you try to, especially the Raider fans. They hate when you analyze their players. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I, I mean, not analyze them. But if he was a great pick. Because he's a starter and he's a fourth round pick, that is an awesome pick. Even if he doesn't ever, even if he never becomes like Khalil Mack or even Ryan Kerrigan, right? If he just becomes a ten a ten sack guy a year, gets ten sacks, great against the run, fourth round pick, pick bro, nailed it. So that's you know, I agree. It is, yeah, you know, he he Mayock nailed that pick. No matter what, no matter what comes from, because I know Max can get better, but he he nailed it, bro. So and then like Foster Moreau, he nailed that. I love, that was like my low-key favorite just like when you when you yeah, see the bag i'm just like this guy's so fucking good dude like you know yeah. what i mean and i i don't even think see that's a guy i don't even think has even that's why the jason witten thing with mayock i i don't get that who made that i don't know if that's gruden or, that's or uh, i've already gone off on him on this yeah i think it was too it's that stupid veteran leadership thing as if Derek carrier is not a veteran leader on the team you know what i mean as if why do we need jason jason witten has stone feet man he can't move He's and just... and like look maybe he does help in the red zone look jason witten does do things in the red zone where it's like i don't know why he's wide open but he's wide open you know what i mean and yeah. if that does happen I'll, I'll give him that but like i didn't i think moreau was the best red zone threat on the team last year yeah oh yeah moreau's a great red zone threat um but that's what i'm saying if waller went down right moreau could fill it easily not he he's wouldn't yak, he wouldn't he wouldn't have the yak that Waller has. He maybe doesn't, but dude, he could, he had contested catchability, all kinds of stuff like that. They just didn't yeah. throw him the ball at LSU. They were they it just wasn't in in the cards. He was a blocking yeah. tight end at LSU. Had a few really nice plays on film, and I think that caught people's eye. So yeah, because he caught my eye at the Senior Bowl, bro. When I went to the Senior Bowl, uh, okay. he caught my eye because he was 
destroying linebackers. He was just destroying them was with smooth routes. And that's what I'm saying. I, I think if, if, um, if Waller ever went down, I think he would be just as good of a target. Not, 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 I'm not going to say just as I know what you're saying. He would, he would fill in very well. And he could catch 60 balls and have 800 yards like he's a, a good tight end. Yeah. He'd, yeah, he could do that for sure. So that's uh, what you're saying about free agency. You bring in Witten. Like, I, I just that – that one to me, I, I thought – like I said, I had to look to see if it was like the fake Adam Schefter account. And I was like, oh, they got me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess we have Witten. Oh, good one. But then I'm like, oh, no, that's a verified account telling me that we have uh, Jason Witten now. You know what I mean? I'm looking at – it's it was insane to me. And that's – you're getting back to what you were saying about Mayock and free agency. That's a bit weird. Like I, the Trent Brown is good. That was that was good. I think you you've been the yeah. offensive line. That's fine. Lamarcus Joyner. I don't get. I like the player, and I actually thought the signing was fine at the time. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. why are we changing positions? Yeah, right. he's not. So that the Rams that the Rams drafted him to play, and then switched him to free safety. Thank you. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like it's it's weird to me to pay a guy and be like, "Hey, I need you to do something else other than the reason why you're getting this contract right now." It did with Sean Melvin though too. Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. Like they signed Rashawn Melvin, he just had a career year, and they wanted him to do something even good at. So the, the, the Raiders have been interesting, man. So, you know, they're they, they frustrate me, but oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know man. Next, no, good though, right? I, I think that he. Uh, uh, like this year, I thought his draft was this year was excellent. I thought it was even better than the year before. I mean, they haven't played yet, but the 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 strategy and the plan, I liked. I liked the plan. I mean, David Arnett it was a little reach. I think they wanted to trade back probably, but they 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 they, they liked his tape. They took him right, and I think he's going to be good. So I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. You know, not, it, was, it was just too high for me. Um, and then they got Ruggs, which I think Ruggs was kind of – I don't know if Ruggs was a – the way Mark Davis talked about it, I wonder if that was a Mark Davis pick. I wonder if that was Derek, like – Derek Carr was a Mark Davis pick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah, no, I think every once in a while he storms in with P.F. Chang still on his face, and he's like, Dude, guys, we – guys, we – I got him. I got the guy. And they're like, yeah, we, we know who that is, Mark. Mark, we're thinking about it too. And he's like, no, 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 we're taking him. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking him at 12. They already he's built there. his thing on the strip. They already built he's his Mark on the strip. Yeah. They're already working on it. Steve Wynn's already got it on the side of a building. So we have to pick him. So that's kind of where I, I like, yeah, I could see that. That's a good, it's actually a good point. Yeah. He's, he's Cliff Branch. When I saw that, that interview with Vic Tafer the other day, he's like, uh-huh. called him Branch. I was like, oh, that was you. You were like, take rugs. Don't take anybody else. Yeah. That's Cliff Branch whatever i know that that was crazy to me that to even i understand cliff branch back in the day was that type of guy but it's like damn dude like i hate when raider when the raiders personnel like and the coaches do that they're like yeah i need you to be lester hayes and you're like oh, how about just cover you know what i mean like for now it's like no you know <laughs> like they put these guys on pedestals man from guys from like the 70s and the 80s i always always I cracks me up <laughs> but but yeah exactly bro it, it, but the draft this year was good man i liked i like eric robertson before that the oh god yes yes steel, steel, steel. and i, I brian edwards steel yeah steel. i like john yeah. simpson i oh, like yeah, john simpson i like good. john simpson i i didn't love like trading up and stuff and like i said the arnett problem to me the problem with arnett was like i think you could have traded down at least twice and got the same guy and then not run out of picks on day three 
Because yeah. day three, I love Mayock day three picks. I want more. I want like 10 picks on day three if I'm Mayock. I want to do the Belichick model. Keep trading back. Keep trading back. And like just yeah. accumulate picks. I think that's the way Mayock is successful. I just feel like he doesn't see value in the first round. And that's the one thing. But like I said, Amik Robertson, John Simpson, Brian Edwards, I, Muse, okay. You know what I mean? That's fine. I yeah. don't know if I love that pick. But like those those three guys on day three, it's like you should try to stack more day three, day two picks, man, Like if I'm from them. Yeah, the Tanner, the Tanner Muse pick was, uh, was interesting. Uh, I actually watched him uh, for, for the for the expanded spot score. I'm watching this Clemson guy who's bad, by the way. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with Clemson this year. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was so I you know I like when it, the, the, I'm watching an edge player, so I was watching from the the sideline view. I was watching Tanner Muse, and uh, I'm just happy he's not playing safety. That's all. Okay, is. so you so you're saying linebacker is that's him? Yeah, I think that's okay. that was a smart fit. I, I don't even know if that's him because he's another guy who didn't do he didn't do um, position drills at the combine. He just ran forty. So yeah, he's really fast, straight line speed, four four. But like like he's super stiff. Yeah, <laughs> stiff. And I can just see him like trying to make a tackle. I don't know if you've seen that. Have you, have you seen the uh, what Justin Jefferson did to him? Oh yeah, the, the, uh, I think he's still falling into the locker room. Yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> he got, he got he got the alert that he was drafted after as he fell into the locker room from that. Yeah, no, that was that was, that was hilarious. I, that, and, that happens. I remember because when they drafted him, I'm like, okay, cool, you know what I mean. And then I'm like, let me pull up a highlight. First highlight when you go on there is, is him just falling off the screen. I was like, all right, hey, okay, special teams <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Or him getting burned by Jerry Judy. That's yeah, funny. so that that was one where I was like, okay, I, I think we messed up there. You know what I mean? But I don't. We don't, we don't know. He could end up being the best special teams player in the league. You know what I mean? Like I could, I could definitely. I'm see taking that. In the third round. He better. I mean, yeah, gotta, yeah. I, I think that. And then you know, already saying, God, you wouldn't believe how good of a special teams guy he is. I, I don't know, man. The third round still means something to me, man. I, I don't know. Like invite him to camp. You know, or <laughs> something. <laughs> so I'm saying, like he, he better, he better make every tackle on on yeah. uh that putt return that kick return bro he, he i think i think that was mayock doing the doing the we we need this we need this white guy to really the be the glue the elmer's, elmer's glue of this defense he's gonna cover he does he does the same thing isaiah simmons does that was the dumbest quote i ever heard okay isaiah simmons is also on the field on the same time as him like so how can you say he does everything he does when isaiah simmons is doing everything he does right next to him yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'll be better than zone. I think it'd be better than Nicholas Morrow, though. I think it'd be better in zone. I think you're right. It's, it's just I don't in man to man like 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 it would have like Morrow gets hurt or something. He gets a guard Alvin Kamara. Oh it's, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh boy, that's what I'm more scared about. Like yeah, one of interceptions. I bring up Tammy. One of his interceptions. He was playing one on one in a slot against a safety against a, a wide receiver in the slot, right? And the wide receiver burns him like his his footwork is so awkward in coverage he almost trips on himself trying to turn right but he ends up getting the pick because the throw was so bad by the black up quarterback for florida state that he just kind of he ends up getting the pick and he did that he does his little dance oh, yeah. and bro, you almost gave him a touchdown like if that was a, just a halfway decent quarterback you we would be watching you running behind the guy trying to catch him you know you almost and, wish he didn't. You almost wish he didn't. I'm just you know, saying. So, I'm just saying. You almost wish. It's one of those so things. Like, yeah, he, he got three interceptions. And then, but you watch him against Wake Forest. He's, he's lights out. Bro. He's, that's a great – he had a great game against Wake Forest. But, so I think he'll be, he'll be uh, a, 
I don't know. I don't know if he'd be able to play linebacker though. It's it's more about change of direction for me. He's just stiff. He's just super. It's exactly straight line speed. I think he's great, but it's like how how often can you run in a straight line and tackle somebody? You know what I mean? It's just it's not going to happen. You eventually got to break down and get you know get stop him. <laughs> you know so. Yeah, he's just, just not that deep, but that was interesting thing. Uh, uh, but Mayax, I think Mayax solid. I think he's a good drafted by the later and he knows how to what's going to fit uh, the Raiders system. He knows what the Raiders need. I just think he's dressed. He does draft for need too much too. I think that's a big thing. yeah. Like, like you didn't need Cleveland and Farrell. Sure, did you need to replace Cleo Mack? Yeah, but can you just take Ed Oliver? That was like, my guy. That was my guy. Brian Burns and Ed Oliver, Ed, and Ed Oliver were my guys. You know? Yeah. I hear you. It was, I, don't I don't know why they passed it on. That's, I the, dude, the dude making the face, you know, of course, the dude making the face at the draft, that I, that might be the most, like, I, my Avi on Twitter is, is great already, but I I would just do that if, if, if Cleveland Farrell really bombs out. I'll just for a day put that, like, because – that guy was because I wanted him. I wanted him. I like legitimately wanted Cleveland Farrell on this team, but I'm just uh, what the fuck? Like, I would take Trayvon Mullen fourth overall or something if you're going to do some crazy shit like that. Like, like I, I that one was crazy. So I think he doesn't. I think value is something that's still coming to him where it's it's kind of like I okay I have to have this guy, but they're like yeah but I don't think anybody else wants this guy right now. You know, yeah. I don't think any other team, look at the teams around you. What do they need? What are they going for? Hey, if they steal him, it's not the end of the world. There's other good players. Exactly, hundred percent, and he just kind of just reaches for what he yeah. wants for needs, and that's what I think the, the biggest problem for the last three drafts for the Raiders is just drafting for need in the first round. Because yeah, you need a corner. We, the Raiders need a corner, so they took one because they needed one, and they took whoever the, whoever was top corner on their board, yeah, like a or shopping list, people. like a shopping list. Okay, let's get yeah. a corner. All right, yeah. Exactly. Who's the best corner on our board? Damon Arnett. Let's go ahead and take him. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have to take a corner. Like, it's like the Cowboys. They they didn't need CD Lamb, but CD Lamb was there, so they took him. <laughs> you know, that's a good pick. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a good pick. And now they they got a whole bunch of weapons everywhere. You know, because you just that's why you don't just don't draft for need for especially in the first round. First round, you I. I 100% believe this. Like, when you get to later rounds, like third, fourth, you start getting some needs, getting some needs and stuff like that for, like, depth. Um, but, man, if, if if you have a great player fall to you in the first round, you got to take that guy. You cannot be like, okay, well, I need – man, I really don't need a wide receiver, though. I'm like, no, you take him. It's like if, if C.D. If Lamb fell to 19 and they took Arnett, I would have flipped out. I'd be like, no, you take both Ruggs and C.D. Lamb. <laughs> you just go, you know, because they, yeah. they come each other like crazy. But Edwards compliments. I think Edwards is, has a chance to be just as good as C. Lamb, and I actually think that he might be better than Henry Ruggs. But that's I just, think so too. I think so I think, too. I think that fans are going to see like that Ruggs is going to be really good in what he does. But I think I think Carr is going to lean on Edwards. Oh, he loves a big body. Like it's to me, it's like basically saying, "All right, Carr loved Andre Holmes. Remember how much he loved Andre Holmes? Like yeah. to me, like it's like, oh, let's have like a really good version of Andre Holmes. Like, or yeah. like a really good, you know? Because I, I think Edwards is he's so underrated after the catch. Um, like I don't want to compare him to Anquan Bolden, but I think play style is similar. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. I don't. I I, that was my comparison. So you're yeah, because right I was gonna say Jeffrey, but I don't. I don't. I don't even know if Jeffrey makes that kind of 
plays after the catch. It doesn't create his own oh, yardage yeah. after the catch. I think he's just like a big contested catch guy. So I, I do love giving Carr speed because Ruggs keeps the defense disciplined. He doesn't, you know, you can't just cheat up like that honey badger route. Maybe if you do send Ruggs deep down the field, honey badger can't cheat. You know what I mean? Like, and stuff like that. I, I think there's certain things that can happen um, with, with Ruggs. But at the time I was kind of like, damn, man, I don't, I feel like he thought he had a more loaded receiver core than he had. And he was just adding the cherry on top with Ruggs. But really, I was like, man, we need this big body volume catcher guy. And then when the Edwards pick happened, I was like, okay, cool. This is fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was, I loved the Edwards pick. Loved it. Yeah. That's probably my favorite one. I think he's going to be a stud. Yeah. So, so last, so I'll, we'll leave, we'll leave with this one right here. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so, uh, so Mike Mayock and John Gruden, they're kind of attached at the hip. Do you think Mike Mayock will be here as long as John Gruden is going to be here? No. Okay. No. Unless they start going on a winning type of, because who gets blamed if they don't keep winning? Yeah, I see what you're saying, and and because I because I do see Mayock almost becoming like just among the fans. I don't know how it is in the organization, but I do kind of see him as kind of like the guy that's like even the fans that might have been a little sour on Gruden. They're like, okay, but we have Mayock. You know what I mean? Like Mayock's keeping him in line. Mayock knows what Gruden wants more than Gruden knows what he wants, which I think is true, honestly. Um, I do. I agree. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm kind of, part of me thinks, I think you're right. Like if I was a betting man, I'd probably bet that like we probably get two or three GMs during Gruden's tenure with the Raiders. But yeah. I will say, I think that Mark Davis will get so excited if they even have one winning season and give Mayock like a, just a, Hey, you can say as long as you want. Like, I like, type of thing so i i do i that's my take on it but do, do you really think that uh like i don't think mayock's leash is that short i guess is what i'm saying yeah yeah i i don't think his his leash short leash but if i just had a bet like who would who would make it i would say mayock out before either because he just gets tired of it or they want him out i think that's a big thing and, you know it's kind of funny uh you brought up contracts it let me let me ask you this question. Do you, you think if Carr has a good year, do you think he gets another contract? Do you yeah. think he gets one? Oh yeah. If they make the playoffs, yeah, they'll fall for it again. For sure. Just <laughs> getting back with your ex-girlfriend, you know what I mean? Just hey, let's try this I out one more time. Let's try this out one more time. Like then you go out to dinner, nice dinner and stuff like that. Nice night ends in success. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, I'm we're back. Yeah, we're back. And I totally. And I'll yeah. be I'll be so I, I won't be sad because at the end of the day it came after a winning season. And if I did see something. I mean, I'm going to ask yeah. you, I'm going to be like, Hey, am I, is this fool's gold right here? Am I, are we, is car actually getting better? I'll ask you. So I'll let you be the one that decides if that's, if that's, uh, I, I, I think he's going to mirage just a little bit this year. I think he's going to, cause like I said, we're just stat padding offense. He runs the, and car knows the offense like the back of his hand. I think he's, he's going to have really good stats this year. I don't know if it's going to equal out to wins. Yeah. An issue. Um, but, but if, if they make the playoffs and they're like 10 and six, 11 and 5 oh yeah he's good I, I think so how can you not yeah no how can you not like oh i know how i couldn't but i'm just looking from their perspective it's like yeah we 17 out of the last 18 years been terrible uh let we're letting this guy go you know what i mean like i i can't it won't happen i don't think it will now what do you do with Mariota? you have to cut him right away because you're definitely not going to do a new car contract and then have 10 million on the books for Mariota next year because that's what it turns into so you yeah. have to cut Mariota at that point so like and then you you can't draft a guy because you just gave the other guy money and you're going, what, I'm going to make your seat hot now. So yeah, that, that, that would be an underrated, like shitty scenario to be in. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's what I'm kind of, I kind of think might happen. Cause I, I do think the Raiders are going to be 
pretty they're gonna be decent this year. I think they're gonna what's your I, record predict what's your record prediction? I, I think they're gonna go ten and six. Ooh. I, think, I think that I think they're really gonna do that. I think they're gonna Okay. But you know, what I'm telling you, I think it's happen is they're gonna start really fast and they're gonna just fucking go like four and four like the end of the year. It's gonna be one of the ugly things, and we're just all upset. <laughs> and, he gets, like, and then he gets the Kirk Cousins. You know, we're up to the six and two team. You know, yeah. and that that's all. I'm telling you, that's why I think it's gonna happen. They're kind of kind of like backpedaling to the playoff. Like they'll have the wild card, but like they'll lose the last game. So, but they'll, they'll have the wild card still. So they'll, they'll drop from like five to six or something. And then end up having to go play the the the, the Chiefs or something because the Chiefs would go like eleven. Because what's gonna happen is the Chiefs. Uh, I don't think they're going to be like a 14-2 team. Like everybody, I know everybody loves some homes and stuff like that. But I think there's going to be around a 12-4, and 11-5. And I do not want to see the Raiders go to Arrowhead for a wild card game. Do not want to oh, see it. Oh, boy. I, oh, for God. them, like, get the bye. I'd be like, if they were winning the, winning the division, I'm like, go for the bye. Get the bye, Chiefs. Yeah, uh, let, me, let me win a game. Let me win a playoff game. That's all I want. Just one. I mean, I, I, oh, I, would, yeah. I would root for like honestly, I'm I'm that weird of a fan. Like I'd be like, go Chiefs, let's go, let's knock out this, knock out this wild, uh, get this bye, lock that division down. If I knew the Raiders couldn't win it and I knew they already had the wild card, I'd be, I would hope the Chiefs had a bye because I'm the exact same way. Going to Arrowhead? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like no, no, January. Yeah, in January. Yeah. Well, then that contract doesn't happen. I don't think so. Yeah, if that if that's the case, because. You, you can't even defend that at this point, even if you're the most car aficionado of all time. But yeah, nonetheless, man, uh, it, was, it was great. Thank you for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. Um, no problem, dude. Yeah, I, I, it was a long time coming. And uh, first guest, I've never had a guest. So, uh, again, if this audio didn't come out good, this is completely on me. Uh, I can confirm it was recording. So I, the, okay. that's a good step. Uh, okay. But uh, you could follow Mark John on Twitter, the Mark John NFL. Uh, please, uh, I'm sorry, say the the new the new uh opportunity you have now what is it? Uh, expand the box score expand the box score okay so uh pending college football but you know hey i'm sure he's still gonna find some work and yeah. uh and then um and then you have a podcast too that's correct yeah a uh, little pocket awareness um it's, uh on twitter it's at uh alpa underscore qb1 i do like uh, qb breakdowns all that stuff good good i you know what it's funny i think i listened to that like a while ago and i didn't know like i didn't know who that was i just it was like on <laughs> itunes i was like oh this is cool that's the oh, one that yeah, goes. Really? That's the one where you guys go like Marcus, Chris, that, right? Is that the? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I have. Yeah. Okay. That's that, funny. It makes sense. I. This was like a while ago. You know what I mean? I just like, hey, I'm looking for football, and it was good. I was like, cool. So I, I, okay, yeah, yeah check that out too. That's funny. So, uh, and then you're, are you, you're still on the Raiders Wire? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I still do Raiders Wire, and I'm actually I'm doing a piece on uh, Raiders Redstone uh, issues right now. So I'm just trying to get that ready. I should have that out by. Um, pretty soon here probably by the time you maybe get the podcast up this should be up so uh well don't bank on that so yeah <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah let me get the hamster wheel spinning here so yeah but no, no I, i'm gonna i'm gonna do that we uh had a little technical difficulty this morning but i'm gonna try to make that disappear in the uh in the post-production so uh thanks for joining me you can follow <laughs> me on twitter i'm at glenn rockney uh i I don't know. I, you might not like half the shit I say. So unfortunately, uh, um, and, and if you're a cynical Raider fan and a hardcore capitalist, you definitely won't like me. So exactly. uh, yeah, you definitely won't like me. So, but uh, nonetheless, Mark needs more followers because he, you know, he's, he's football. He's all business. You know what I'm saying? So Mark, Mark needs more followers. Uh, definitely should be up there with the Vic Tafers, Tashawn Reeds, all those guys will be in my opinion. So, uh, but nonetheless, follow Appreciate him. You, 
uh we'll i'll have this podcast out asap this is real fun man i appreciate it all right it was bro i really appreciate you yeah we'll on. do it again we'll definitely do it again sometime i want to yeah. have i want to have bd williams on here to talk talk shit on film too so i, I want to do like <laughs> yeah. a like a, a thing like that because i don't know shit about all 22 stuff i'm just a fan so i i yeah. like when people come on and try either validate or be like nah man you didn't see that like i like that so we'll definitely okay. do that coming up so uh once again uh, this is rock vegas please subscribe on itunes and youtube and uh yeah all right guys Thanks, man. Right on, Mark. Take care, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, bro. See you, bro.